Today's guest host is Chris Thrasher. Chris is currently working to get spotted lanternflies out of the U.S. and tells me that today's episode may well be the first thing he's ever put on the internet. Oh, and he added that in the event he makes something else someday, or you know, if like me, you are now very interested in lanternflies, his Twitter handle is at Chris Thrasher, spelled T-H-R-A-S-H-R. With that, handing the mic over to you, Chris. Chances are you've interacted with a dog at some point in your life, during which you may have found yourself pointing at food or maybe a frisbee that you desperately needed the dog to notice. Now, unlike shushing a parrot or saying, please don't destroy my property to a cat, dogs actually seem to know where you're pointing. I'm going to be calling this point recognition because there doesn't really seem to be a consensus on what to call this concept. And since dogs seem to have point recognition without any training, many researchers have tried to figure out just how ingrained this behavior is. There have been quite a few experiments putting various animals through pointing tests, which, from what I can tell, consist of taking two upside-down cups, putting food under one, and pointing at it to see if the animal picks the right cup. A 2002 experiment showed that dogs did very well in this test, even from a young age, while chimpanzees seemed to struggle at them. Since chimps are smarter than dogs, the researchers conclude that dogs either instinctively understand the gesture, or are at least primed to learn it easily. Further support for this comes from a 2009 experiment that was basically the same as that other one except for this time with wolves. While adult wolves were eventually able to recognize the pointing gesture as well as dogs could, they required more training and didn't really seem to have the intuition that dogs did. Furthermore, juvenile dogs consistently outperformed wolves of the same age, solidifying the idea idea that dogs develop this behavior after they diverge from wolves. Another 2009 study did pretty much the exact same thing with dingoes, who performed better than wolves but worse than domestic dogs. So despite roaming Australia for at least 3,000 years with little to no human contact, dingoes still seem to retain some of those I-can-tell-what-you're-pointing-at genes if that is in fact what's going on. There's a few good reasons to be skeptical of genetic factors. The idea that dogs instinctively recognize human gestures sort of relies on it being a difficult thing to do. What else could explain how dogs are so quickly able to pick up the skill, leaving the objectively smarter chimpanzees in the dust? Well, it turns out the chimps have been observed pointing at things, but only in captivity, likely picking up the habit from the humans that they see. And a 2013 study showed that chimps can gain the same level of point recognition that dogs have, it just takes them a while to learn how. What's more, the skill seems to rely on how much individual chimps trusted the experimenters, so it's likely that previous experiments just used uncooperative chimps. So here's the thing. Chimpanzees are kind of bad. They're aggressive, they have sort of pecking order, and they're extremely competitive with food. So the reason they have trouble with gesture tests might be that they have no frame of reference for someone wanting to share food with them. However, bonobos, which are close relatives of chimps, seem much more inclined to share resources and might learn point recognition with dog-like quickness as a result. But since there's kind of a bonobo shortage right now, it might be a while before a well-constructed experiment gets made. So it seems like trust is a huge component when it comes to point recognition, which would explain why dogs seem to have a head start. At this point in my googling, I was fairly convinced that there's some sort of spectrum between the instinct and learned behavior, and that dog's point of recognition falls close to the learned side. So I was curious about where humans fell on this spectrum. Babies don't seem to start pointing at things until they're around a year to a year and a half old. With humans, it's extremely hard to tell which behaviors are learned and which are a natural part of development. Also, I should clarify that my experience with human infants is largely restricted to reading about them, so take that baby trivia with a grain of salt. 
As with everything humans do, cultures have a ton of sway. While Americans tend to point with their index fingers, this is uncommon and sometimes rude in a lot of cultures. People in some parts of India point with the thumb, and many Eastern Europeans point with the pinky, and pointing in an open palm is common in Eastern Asia. This really throws a wrench into the experiments from before, since the researchers seem to be working under the assumption that early dog breeders pointed the exact same way that current Americans do. I was able to find one example of a culture that doesn't point with their hands at all, but there's probably more. So apologize in advance for mispronouncing this, but the Yunpo culture of Papua New Guinea tends to point with their nose or a tilt of the head, similar to how Americans point when their hands are full. And some South American cultures will sometimes point by puckering their lips. So pointing does seem to be universal among cultures, if not the method for doing so, the same way that language is universal but words aren't. However, truly determining whether pointing is instinctive would involve finding a feral children raised with zero human contact which isn't as happy as it is in the Jungle Book, so let's hope we never find out. One last point of interest. You may have heard of something called the Disney Point, where employees of Disney parks are required to point with two fingers. There's a little confusion as to why this started. The actual reason is that pointing with just the index finger might come across as rude to international visitors. The narratively fulfilling reason is that it's a homage to Walt Disney himself, since there's a few pictures where he seems to be using it. But it turns out, he's not actually pointing at anything in these photos. That's just where the Imagineers had doctored out the cigarettes he was holding. Thanks for listening.